The following is a fourth hand production. Gray aliens, named for their unique skin color, also referred to as alien grays, grays, and Roswell grays are supposed extraterrestrial beings whose existence is discussed in UFO, paranormal, and new age communities across the globe. In America alone, 43% of all reported alien encounters feature the gray aliens. Such claims vary in every aspect including their nature, origins, extraterrestrials, extradimensionals, time travelers, or machines, moral dispositions, intentions, and physical appearances. But one thing is for sure to these people who have had the encounters, these gray beings are real and abducting people. So, are people being taken left and right and experimented on by gray colored beings from another planet, or is it just a mix of hoaxes and mass misidentifications that are making these creatures pop up everywhere in pop culture? Join us as we cast the reptilians aside for a week and get to the bottom of gray aliens next, on Hysteria 51. They say, I'm disturbed. From city to city an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that loves all the greys, except maybe the Fifty Shades kind. This is Hysteria 51. I'm not going to touch you. Not until I have your written consent. What? Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host and future abductee, John Goforth. Is this your first time getting probed? Alongside is my co-host and no stranger to abduction, probing, and all that goes with it, Mr. Brent Hand. This is Grim. I know I didn't have an anal probe, and I know that I am not under alien control. I love to sing about the moon and the June and the springer. Son of a bitch. Now, wait a second. I've never said anything on this show about being abducted, anal probes, or anything like that. Silence speaks volumes. Ignore him. I was simply pointing out to our newer listeners that you're better versed in all things alien. That's all. From the numbers we've been seeing lately, Brent, a lot of new folks are discovering the show now. So, you know, it helps to set the stage. Let folks know who we are, what we're all about. You're the alien guy, familiar with that side of the of the mysterious universe. That's fair. <laughs> on the show, we're definitely trying to swing a balance. You seem to focus more on the dark government and ancient mysteries. I'm definitely the more alien, paranormal, and... Um... Like I said, into anal probes. That's your jam. Just the other day when I rolled into your room and... That other voice you're hearing, like an Xbox narrating the apocalypse, is the third host of this show. And the bane of my existence. It's the one and only conspiracy bot. C-Bot's a robot that I created in my lab to help us produce this podcast. Unfortunately, all he helps us produce is restraining orders. Sorry, neighbors. <laughs> Technically, that was against you since I'm not recognized as a sentient being. Ha 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 hey, ha. That's what you get. Let's go to Taco Bell. While we all love Taco Bell, no, I'm not going to jail overnight again just because you clam up and act like a broken toaster when the cops show up. That's getting real old, dude. Hysteria Nation, you're, you're getting a little peek behind the curtain here. If you're a part of our Facebook group, you know our undying love of Taco Bell. And no, this isn't an ad. I'll also mention that it sometimes doesn't love me the next morning, uh, if you know what I mean. Don't care. 
Anyway, uh, we decided to take Seabot for an after-show celebration. Uh, and if you've ever taken a good look at this asshole, his midsection is a—it's an old Gateway 486. And like most towers back then, there is plenty of room on the inside. So this idiot decides the new neighbor's kitten should come with us and would make a perfect quesadilla. Before I can get two bites in my burrito, this dumbass is trying to turn Fluffy into a number seven. Luckily, Joe Peck was there and was literally drinking sour cream out of those guns they have. So he was already behind the line, which was odd. (laughs) That was odd, but it was fortuitous as he ran blocker on the quesadilla press and we averted disaster for the little kitty. You mean averted deliciousness. And on that note, let's say hello to our guest first. Returning guest. He's been on many shows. He's a lover and a fighter, I guess one might say. He loves to, loves to fight himself. Yeah, it's all in his head. Right. Mr. Kevin Crispin. You know, the great thing about fighting yourself is you always win. But don't you always lose? You always lose, too. Uh, hey, I think you guys know that I'm a glass half full type of guy. All right, I can't do this anymore. But but uh, uh, I I do want to say, uh, bringing up the Taco Bell, I do remember one show when uh, I was here and I'd had a, a orange naked juice and uh, I threw up all over Brent's truck and then they're like, "We're going to Taco Bell." I said, Bleh! "Again," but we made it through. Uh, and then, sitting across the table from him, a baseball extraordinaire, one of the greatest pitchers to ever play the game, played for the New York Mets, the Rangers, Nolan Ryan. I, it's I'm, a, it's a, I mean, it's amazing to have him. I, I, I'm, I'm actually being told by the booth, it's it's Ryan Nolan, and he never played baseball. I apologize. Oh, it's our, it's our guest who was the winner of the first ever Here's a bunch of shit we want to give away contest. <laughs> and he's back. Mom always said I, Mom always said I had a uh, face for radio, so I'm glad to be back. No matter the pretense of faking being a famous uh pitcher with a lot of no-hitters. But did you bring uh Advil with you? No, he yeah, he hawked Advil. He right? hawked Advil. Or was it Nuprin, little yellow? Different. Different. <clears throat> I only know that cuz of Wayne's World. The same here. <laughs> Uh, he also beat the living shit out of um, Robin Ventura. Robin Ventura. Ventura. Yeah, Dude, like that's one of my favorite things. Bam, right? We rushed the pitcher's mound. Oh, my yeah. God. He got him in yeah. a headlock yeah. and just started fucking pounding his face. So, Ryan, this what, was over the age of 40. Yeah. Too. Ryan, what we're saying is we kind of wish you were Nolan Ryan. I kind of wish I was Nolan Ryan, too. And I've been getting that since kindergarten. <laughs> so, um, And also, the fact that you have a Cubs hoodie on, I wish Nolan Ryan would have just pitched for the Cubs. <laughs> Uh, I'd also like to. Perfect. I'd also like to congratulate you, uh, Ryan. The episode that you were on, Knights of the Golden Circle, was the first episode I believe that returned us to our download numbers from like when we started. I mean, it, it, it was <laughs> it tanked. I mean, it ba- it was bad. It was yeah. And I downloaded it twice. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, we were calling people just to help. Yeah. But was, I'll try but to be our less numbers racist this in time. Kentucky. Tennessee, <laughs> Alabama skyrocketed. So yeah, I, I mean they doubled. Yeah, you got <laughs> two and three. The th- <laughs> like the how teeth. do you double to three? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, we're, we're 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 trying to give credit where credit is due. So if if there's a half, we 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 give them the half. That's okay. right, gentlemen. Are you ready to talk some aliens? 
Not not just aliens, and not just the aliens that we usually bring up on the show, which is reptilians. And I think you're all. I, I listen, I said I was going to be less racist this time, so I don't know if I can talk aliens. You can say it. whatever you want uh, about them. It's uh, why do you have your phone out? No, do, uh, he's dialing ice right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're not talking shit. about those type of aliens. We're talking about the celestial type, the soup du jour of aliens. The one that if if you got to go, go to a go to alien. This is one. If you're ever abducted and they say, what does it look like? You can just rattle this off. Everyone else does. <laughs> They're never far away. Here they come. So what are we talking about when we say the Grays, John? Like, what's run it down for everyone? What the hell is that? A uh, minor league soccer team. <laughs> uh, but I, I think they the are. The Cornwalla Grays? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. The Grays, uh, I mean, that is what you, when you, when you look at our logo, that's what a gray alien is. That's Hank. Thank you. That's very Hank. Much. So they're short. They've got the big eyes, and they're what you think of when people talk about aliens. But they're specifically they're gray aliens. They're also referred to as a Roswell gray. They're the most common alleged species of alien. We put the word alleged in there just for you know fun, but we all know that it's real. And 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 when someone says they saw an alien, it's the vast majority of sightings. Uh, little green men. I, I we don't even know where that term came from because what people really are talking about are little gray men. Yeah. Now every once in a while they say, "Well, it was a shade of grayish green or shade of bluish green," but they're really just gray. You know. Can I can I ask a question about Hank? You sure can. Uh, is he does he eat spinach? I mean, if you look at his arms, it looks like he's popped out <laughs> a little bit there. Hank's very lonely, and he has a uh, Pornhub. Oh, <laughs> I didn't amb- know Hank and I had so much in common. ambidextrous, so it works out. Uh, we're all looking, every one of us is looking at the picture of Hank in here, like like describing him. I, I'm, see, I knew it was worth hanging that He's got some up. fine calves, too. Yeah, that's that right. is a good point. Or cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those might be knees. <laughs> I'm just sitting here trying to recount the Popeye song. He's strong to the finish. He eats his spinach. He eats me spinach. He's Popeye the Sailor Man. Thank you. All right, I'm good now. I, you know, when when you can't finish a song in your head, you have to finish it, otherwise it won't go well. Yeah, he eats mm-hmm. me yeah. spinach. All right, I'm good now. There's a lot of descriptions about these guys, these grays, and they do vary, but most of the common features, these are the ones that everyone kind of uh, agrees on. So typically, describes having, like John said, large heads, large black eyes. Or at least their eyes appear to be black, slender bodies, and gray skin. They possess reduced forms of or completely lack external human organs such as noses, ears, or sex organs. And sometimes no mouse, sometimes they have slits for mouths. And you're you're thinking, well, how the hell do they talk? Telepathy, my friends. They use telepathy. And a lot of times it's just this calming, uh, everything's okay, relax. You know. And other times it's Freak your shit out! Yeah, yeah. So, uh, are you saying that, that that's kind of how Ben Carson talks, isn't it? With the telepathy, <laughs> and he kind of freaks you the fuck out. Uh, that's Doctor. Oh, Carson. my fault, guys. Sorry, don't address him. Common. Did you know that the uh, pyramids in Egypt mm-hmm. are large grain silos? Of course, I knew that, John. I learned that from Doctor Ben Carson. Where mm-hmm. the fuck was Joseph going to put his grain? Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant Joe Peck for a second, yeah, and he, he then did. I remembered my Bible. I no, did. He did. Oh. 
Why uh, haven't I seen his Technicolor Dreamcoat then? Like, yeah. he should just bring that around all the time. It's at the cleaners. Not exactly the same era, but, you know, uh, but but that's what Dr. Carson, there's a YouTube video of him talking about oh, this yeah. at, a, at a college, no less. Uh, they let him in? Hey, hey, guess what? They gave Honorary. him a degree. I ain't gonna lie to you. As far as we know, Maybe. <laughs> Because every other day, there's some new theory. Uh, what was the other one? It was a giant water pump, which people say it was. Uh, it the was pyramid, ga- you mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a giant gas station for extraterrestrial celestial beings. Um, which is actually more believable than a grain silo. For me, at least. I at least it's it the is. color of the shell station, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn between the Transformers theory and the uh, X-Men theory, where it was, you know, either a power, it was a power station for either a big-ass robot or an ancient Egypt. God thing. One thing about pyramids while we're talking mm-hmm. about them. How you, you, every Pyramid city, hour. Every, <laughs> every city you go to, mm-hmm. every city has certain businesses that are named the same thing. Every city has an ABC plumbing. Sure. Every city has a Luigi's Pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, there are just certain architects type of names that are going to, every city has a pyramid construction we don't even know exactly how they built the pyramids it's These almost like a like, scheme <laughs> why would <laughs> I, oh why would you name your construction company pyramid con- that does not instill confidence well is it's it in, still is, standing it, it is there it is still there that's and, a good point. All right, all right. Let's get back on track. We're talking about grays here. Oh, not, my fault. Not construction methods in the northern hemisphere. I'll never bring up but an listen. idiot savant again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, other than we're talking about they, they, they communicate with telepathy, their bodies are usually depicted as being elongated, having a small chest, and lacking in muscular definition and a visible skeletal structure. So they're not they're smooth almost, except for, as we said, Hank's arms and legs are very very defined. As you describe this, Kevin keeps looking down at himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little nervous that I'm a gray guys. <laughs> they are their their limbs are often depicted as proportionally different from their humans. Their their humerus and thighs are the same length as their forearms and shins, meaning they're all just these uniform weird things. And grays are also depicted as having unusually large heads in proportion to their bodies. And they're depicted as having no hair anywhere on their bodies whatsoever. Okay, so you're good. You're yeah, I'm in the clear there. Yeah, okay. You're, you're, you got a nice By beard. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by a lot. Reports are alleged encounters state that their height is between two and four feet tall, but maybe human size are taller as other variations of grays have been described in various claims, meaning there's the short grays and the tall grays, and they are vastly different. And we'll, we'll get into that. And in the, the Earl Grays, which is a hell of a tea. <laughs> <laughs> Computer Hot. Earl Grey. Hot. Close Encounters is, the, well, I mean, you're not really going to talk about Grays unless we get into the Close Encounters. They're commonly included in alien abduction claims, even when, say, people go, oh, I saw a Nordic, or I saw a reptilian, or I saw this or that. Usually the Grays are there also, be it the ones actually performing the things, or be it the ones that are... Uh, doing the actual investigations. I woke up in a dirty metal dome and uh, 40 little gray aliens watched me pee in a steel bowl. They were uh, gray with big fat eyes, little mouths. They just uh, stared while I peed. (laughs) I don't think I was dealing with the top brass. was my worst Saturday night. (laughs) In in most alien lore that that you read about the grays are like you you like the the throw in because they're like the slave race. 
Yeah, so, so that's when we talk about their different, like, uh, the talls seem to be in charge and the shorts are, they could either be a slave race. Some people think they're, they're clones or, or robots. Other people even talk about this, the, the look of them, this smooth outer texture and the black eyes is actually, they're not really a being in and of itself. It's a suit, like a space suit. And the, the eyes might be a, a, a lens over what their real eyes might look like they, they i mean they'd really be small if that's the case yeah exactly or it's like a it's like an autonomous suit and someone's in the someone's, head like in yeah. uh, men in black yeah yeah, yeah they're just really <laughs> tiny it's you jeff know. sessions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i have a little guy up in the head up in here <laughs> go go to insert this up your rectum <laughs> <laughs> don't worry there's no marijuana on it <laughs> Well, that's what I'm going back a while here. This is one of our first episodes, our reptilian episode. Aren't most of the uh, if you most accounts of what reptilians are, the the grays are always part of that story as their slave race. Well, sometimes the other thing is that they're warring with the grays for control of Earth or the Nordics or things like that. So there's. Differing accounts, but yes. Uh, well, I mean, you know who wins that one, right? <laughs> Reptile wins. Fatality. With all the encounters that people see of aliens when they, when they come forward, greys make up approximately 50% in Australia, 43% in the United States, 90% in Canada, 67 in Brazil, 20% in Europe, and 12% in the United Kingdom alone. Meaning he was actually ones. talking population. Yes, uh, this is of, of the people. <laughs> they you really think it would be like higher Canada. in the UK then? Ninety <laughs> percent of all Canada is a, are are actually aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the ones it's within just, hundred miles. I went to the health. I went to Tim Hortons, and they were everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're a really polite bunch. The <laughs> huge Brian Adams. Fans. They stole. They stole my Elsnore beard and my Brian Adams CD, and I, <laughs> I just had to get away. Wouldn't Molson have been a better reference for the listener? No, because if you watch Strange Brew, Elsnore is the beer that those Canadians preferred. I think I think a bigger percentage of the listenership would have known Molson. I appreciate the percentage of the listeners that get the movie Strange Brew. Well, I appreciate Kevin, I appreciate the that? rest of you. I've Sam kind of with you on that one, Brent. So we got we got two different cards we were talking about. The Grays they differ in height, tall and short. Sometimes together, sometimes only one type. But when the greys that are tall are present, they appear to be the ones in charge. They're calling the shots. That's why a lot of people think those greys are a completely different offshoot of the the short greys. And some ufologists and abduction researchers believe that the taller greys, with their reported increased authority, or they're in control, and apparently more complex physiology, may be the only grey type to be biologically alive, as we've alluded to before, and that the shorter forms could be artificially constructed. Robots, cyborgs, servants, slaves. You you know what I'm saying? I feel your pain, brothers. <laughs> As well you should. Yeah, but you look at the demographic makeup of CEOs and presidents and all that. They're all the tall guys, too. So, I mean, I think I'm pretty alive. Well, I think, as always, we're forgetting Millard Fillmore. <laughs> not Most. a damn conversation goes by. God damn it. That <laughs> someone sorry, forgets sorry, Millard Fillmore. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> man, I was just writing my pen pal the other day, and yeah. we were complaining mm-hmm. about the lack of Millard Fillmore in today's society. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, what did he say back? He said, by God, I think you're onto something. God damn it. I love He said pal. it in telepathy. We, he, oh, he's right. A, he's I an was going to say. He gets Don't be so crap. overly dramatic about it, Chuck. <laughs> so, so you write him and then he just kind of telepaths back. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, it's a lot quicker that way. <laughs> Cheaper. Half, yeah. What are some differences, John? They're not all the same. Like, there's some. You're the skeptic among us. Throw out some differences. Uh, well, some alien abduction reports have depicted variant skin colors amongst uh, these guys. Uh, some say blue gray and some say green gray. Some say purple gray. Not not beautiful skin like the Venusians. No, not purple at all. No. Uh, uh, not not distinctly. Not purple, distinctly purple. <laughs> yeah. And, but some say not gray at all. So, some say white. The, the the skin is typically described as being extremely smooth, almost as if made of an artificial material like rubber or plastic. Which, really, that's kind of fascinating when you think about it, because if they don't breathe our atmosphere or they need a suit, I think in our minds we just automatically go to the space suit like what we see of NASA or in movies. Why wouldn't it be something more biological? Like when you look at like, if it looked like this, they don't have a mouth hole because they don't need it as a suit. Or when you look at movies like Independence Day and they're kind of like the grays, but they're in this big biomechanical suit. I mean, right. Which looked like a, a, a real alien, but actually was a suit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, but I think the biggest one of the biggest differences that we haven't covered yet um, in full detail is the varying reports on not their I'm not going to say their intent, but maybe their their approach. Like um, s- some people would you like to them, buy some Amway? That kind of approach. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Get out my line, sir, you damn sir, aliens! <laughs> sir, do you have do you have five five minutes? Can I can I tell you about? Can I talk to you about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> Glaxon. <laughs> Glaxon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, their approach as far as uh, some people describe grays as benevolent they uh when you get this overwhelming good feeling when you're around them they have nothing but um but good intentions whenever they do pick people up they're showing them the universe and and maybe you forget because it's just so overwhelming and other people say they are nothing but malevolent and and they are evil and want to hurt you and uh, are just or, or just have no don't really have emotions but are these automatons that that are just there to cut on you and perform experiments but certainly ha- are not nice and, about and you're it. saying that's true of not only the tall ones but these ones that some people say are robots as but well see, the tall versus short is only a distinction that some people make others just okay. say that grays are grays but mm-hmm. but here's the thing too so it's not just because you know people are are making this stuff up well i mean choose your own adventure on that but there's a lot of people that have come forward and there are specific real world examples of people that have came forward with these stories right john there are there are and we've actually covered a couple uh, on this on this very podcast uh the first uh betty and barney hill that was a fun one that was one of the first times that i can think of when john was was looking at a story and goes you know even if it's not true, I think they believed it. Like, yeah, the, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I never looked at them and thought that they were lying. And that's something. And you want to talk about people that are in the know as far as alien research and stuff. We, we got to go back to our boy, Stanton Friedman. Oh, Lord. And he loves Betty and Barney Hill. And to this day is the biggest um, supporter. Betty and Barney Hill, if you guys don't know, they they lost time. They, they feel that they were abducted. Um, they had some evidence on a dress and a car and things like that. And the other thing is that. Betty was shown a map 
And she redrew that map and with dots of what was said to be uh, the system that they were showing her. Years and years later, this actually matches up to a star map, which we now have. So it could have but been the, the thing was you had to look at the star map, not from our perspective, but from somewhere else in the universe. Like Zeta Reticuli. Ooh. Uh, yeah, or somewhere like and that. And so she but, was just drawing dots all over the place. And they connect them, and then it's funny because we yep. actually have a map now, uh-huh. one that we've looked at, that it matches up. I think I saw it, too. It was uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, George Surratt. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only one. So, I mean, they were taken, and they didn't have the best of times. Speaking of not fun. Our good guy, Travis Walton. You know, this thing was so huge. It was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. <laughs> the man himself. Uh, fire in the sky. Another guy that you listen to him, and this guy's like, eh, believe me, don't believe me. I've passed some lie detectors, and I don't really give two, two deuces if you do or don't. I kind of like him. Another one, John, that you were like, after listening to him, watching me, like, I kind of get behind this guy. I think he thinks he what happened happened. I believe he believes it That's 100%. 100%. Yep. If you're not familiar with the story, out out in the middle of the woods, he and his logging buddies are all in a truck, a big light. Uh, they see something. He runs out, sees it in the clearing. Um, he's hit by some sort of pulse of energy. His buddies flee in the truck. Uh, and then he goes disappear. He, he disappears for days. And... Um, uh, his buddies are, you know, they're given a, a lie detector test because they're thought to have murdered him. And then he reappears naked and covered in ooze. Well, that's what they did Dehi- in the movie. De- dehydrated. And, and uh, uh, I don't and, think he was actually naked and covered in ooze. But he was dehydrated. and, and Lord knows I was. Uh, it's that was just a, a Tuesday for yeah, you. Yeah, no yeah, shit. And it's been 40 some years. And to this day, everyone that is a part of it has uh, has never changed their story. So it's, it's, it's an interesting one. Then... You got some more abstract ones that we've we've covered on this. It's kind of a twofer. You got the Aurora, Texas crash and the Roswell crash that were purported to have bodies. Now the big difference and between they were all grays. Big difference between one Texas and and two Roswell is when the Texas crash happened, nothing was flying. The Wright brothers hadn't flown yet, and yet something crashed. And the good people of Aurora said, "Well." We got some dead bodies. We're going to give it. What was it, John? A Christian burial. Christian burial. They buried the bodies. Oh, sweet now, God. Now, the one thing we will point out that we pointed out in our episode is that nothing was officially flying. There were patents in the U.S. Patent Office for dirigibles. Dirigibles. I love a good Air, dirigible. Airships. Jimmy so Page is huge. Uh, so reports, reports of flying things, it's possible people were testing out airships. Um, that said, uh, whatever, whatever bodies were part of this crash... That ruined uh, the petunias, the judges' petunias. And took out a windmill. And, and took uh, out a windmill. Yeah. Whatever body. They were given a Christian burial. It's just It just goes to show you how things were looked at different back then. Welp, this is from some other planet. <laughs> Go get the preacher. <laughs> and dig a hole. Yeah. And then Roswell, which the difference was, Welp. This is from another planet. Nothing to see here. I'm with the military, and I'm here to help. So even though, even though Roswell obviously yeah. came after Aurora, Texas, uh, Roswell is kind of like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, right? It's like the most it's important. The, yes, yes. It's the it's the breakout star. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't the first, but it's now the at great job. Roswell, did they also cover a song from the Music Man? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, did. good. Music Man was playing when the ship crashed. <laughs> Guys. We're talking about a lot of abstract ones and not a lot of proof. We need to talk about one where where a woman has has had firsthand 
accounts. It's firsthand knowledge. Um, we actually have some audio of her telling uh, us. So actually, she was telling our good friend George Sukulos yeah. on Ancient Aliens. Kim Carlsberg, let us know what the aliens and your experience with them really was like. I was being used for my DNA. They were creating hybrid children from my eggs, someone else's sperm, and combining it with their DNA and their sperm. I would be implanted with an alien fetus, and they would leave the fetus in my body for a few months. Then they would bring me back again later, and then they would remove it. It was horrific. It was terrifying. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Uh, yes. Yeah, he so, put it in there, wow. and he was great. They really want... Uh, Actually, those... he wasn't great. He was off-white. They, yeah, it's true. Eggshell. Not... It is not a gray. Um, I'll have you so know. He was Perfect for a shell? kitchen. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> they really want that 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 photographer DNA up in Zeta uh, Reticuli. <laughs> yeah, like she was picked for her characteristics and her ability to frame a picture yeah. with with beauty, beauty, light, light, different you know aspects. She just appreciates intimacy in a way that you and I can't. Uh, yeah, Glaxon, we need someone with a good eye. Mm, have you been to California? <laughs> I met this broad at Dunkin' Donuts. She'll do. Let's she go. Said, <laughs> she said we were eggshell. That's that is a lie. Everyone knows that uh, people from Zeta Reticuli go to TCBY in the Palisades. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, can you imagine? This woman says that she literally was implanted, and if you listen to more of her, she is given uh, not birth, but has had the babies of. Tons and tons of aliens implanted, set inside her for a few months. They take her, they take them away. She is the Gray's Easy Bake Oven. Easy bake, easy bake, fast as you can. Mix them up, mix them up, pour them in the pan. Slide them in, slide them in, let them bake now. Slide them in, slide them out, easy bake. Wow. Kind of. <laughs> she says that over the years, they have repeatedly brought her back and she's had communication and actually relationships with some of these children that are hybrids of her and these alien beings when you say relationship you just mean knowing them you don't mean of the carnal variety do you yeah, no no supervised, well, do well, they have like supervised visits yeah exactly it was like third party uh, carnal you get 30 like. minutes but we're watching <laughs> <laughs> so you know? can i ask something how long was the period of time that she said this was happening years i mean it wasn't like this went on for a very long amount of time she says and, and repeated uh abductions and she only talked about it after the fact. Like, didn't she go. She doesn't to... look at it as a bad thing per se. Like, <laughs> it's more of a well, this was my life and this was my lot in it. She, I mean, isn't that the way you took she, it, John? She, oh yeah, yeah. But you know, when right, it happened, to obviously, you? Ob obviously, she was. Uh, it'd be a problem if she started to show. I mean, if this was happening over and over again. So you know, she looks in the mirror and she sees the little baby bump start. So you know. Uh yeah, guys. Uh, it's it, it's time. It, it can, can you can can you come on down? Uh, okay, great, great. Yeah, yeah. Take 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 me on up. All right. Can you uh can you go ahead and pull this one out? And you got it. All right. Good. Good. Now put now put it with the rest. All right. All right. I'll see you kids another three months. We you gonna throw another one in me? Good. All right. Yep. Yep. I'll let you know when this when the next timer goes off. Yep. Did she say that this ended? 
at any point? Like she said, and now we're done. I, I think that she's well, not... She ran out of eggs at one point. Probably. That's what I was going to say is like at some point, uh, did she go through menopause? Her, did she... her body let her know she was done. <laughs> so she... hey. it's, it's nature. Hey. Yeah. We're talking about oh, these I things know. that happened to her as far as they're, <laughs> they're taking these, these babies. Come from... here, sit on my knee. Let's, let me tell you about it. But what listen. else? What else happens in these close encounters? When a gray loves a woman very much. When a gray loves a woman. Sorry. No. Uh, what? What else happens with these close encounters? Well, abductions claim they're often described as extremely traumatic. John was talking about either benevolent or malevolent. Well, a lot of them are malevolent. They're, they're traumatic, similar to abduction by humans, or even sexual assault in the level of trauma and distress. Uh, they don't say okay we're gonna put you out they just say we're, we're gonna stick a needle in your eye while we're scraping you know some some skin cells out of your whatever and research has shown that emotional impact of perceived abductions can be as great or even greater than that of combat sexual abuse or other traumatic events literal ptsd and people who claim abduction these people you can say that they are abducted you can say they weren't regardless they are literally suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder high levels of it where people have said that they've been abducted have committed suicide their life has went into shambles no matter what that's a crazy thing uh to have to deal with and what i said like with the needle in the eye the eyes are a lot of the focus of the abduction claim and the people say that the the alien stares them in the eye and the claim also described that they 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 stare at them when conducting these mental procedures and the staring is claimed to induce hallucinogenic states or directly provoke different emotions and you'd like to think it's a it's euphoria but a lot of times it's sheer terror which you'd think you'd already be in terror but uh they induce a little bit more <laughs> that maybe they're extracting adrenochrome who knows and al although the induction claims often say that the gray was only inches from their face during the staring or the mind scan as they're doing things they often subsequently claim to not feel breath or see that Gray's chest move as if they're not really breathing. Which leads us to say, well, was it a suit? I don't know, guys. When people talk about, well, it leads me to believe this is a suit because I'm not observing breathing. You're looking for human characteristics in an alien. Yeah, maybe like, they breathe it. out of their shoulder blades. Exactly. You like, know. just stop it. Like, they, the, you're looking for noses. And no, nose implies that, that they're trying to get air oxygen through an apparatus in the front of their head. Though, they could be, be trying to get air oxygen or whatever it is that they in, in, inhale through, like you said, their shoulder blades or their ankles. I mean, that's just, you're imparting human characteristics on a non-human. To be fair, though, a lot of the descriptions that come of the gray aliens uh, give them ears and noses, but not in the human sense, more in like slits. just just slits and a hole for an ear or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like they at least uh, a lot of the descriptions still kind of add those human characteristics on. Well, And the other thing is we're going to talk about that uh, when we come back from the break about, well, should we be expecting human characteristics? If so, why? Or if so, why not? Um the thing that it is, and we're talking about how all these people are, um, you know, seeing these things. How much is it because people have actually seen it? And how much is it because they're in their movies? Think of all the movies: Paul, Close Encounters, E.T. Though it's not a gray alien, but you know these aliens that they put into your mind. I always thought E.T. kind of looked like a uh, Tootsie Roll after you kind of warmed it up in your hand and stretched it out a little bit. I wait. I, hold on. Who warms Tootsie yeah, Rolls up in their hand? Yeah, I, I eat them. 
Oh, I don't know. You've never done. Do you that mean before? like just it just grows warm in your hand when Correct. you're holding it? Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Oh no, I the longer ones, not the not the uh, little yeah. ones, but the mm-hmm. longer ones. Yeah. So what other movies? Like what other movies are they that, that had these gray aliens that 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 put it in people's minds? I don't know. Like, are uh, there those? Are they in Men in Black? Uh, I I can't remember. No, I don't remember them. But they were in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They, they oh, were. you mean the best Indiana Jones movie? Yeah, exactly. Okay, That's what I was at. stop it. Uh, weren't they were there also were in uh, the Star Wars prequels? Were they in the weren't one they of the in Senate the scenes? Galactic Senate? Mm. Right, it, next to ETs e. were, yeah. but I don't know if the Greys were. They might have been. I don't I don't remember them though. George Lucas probably just kind of gave up at that point. Just I might yeah, be making that up. I don't know. No, what about Arrival? Did you guys see Arrival? Loved Arrival. Great movie. Weren't those aliens kind of weird, nebulous, gray type yes, of things? Yes. Okay. It's Great just movie. The, the thing of it is, when you look at these things, that is the go-to with a lot of movies when you when you watch them. And so it's no wonder that if people are having traumatic experiences and maybe they're trying to frame it into something, their mind might go to that. Hell, Paul was every cliche from alien movies pushed into one thing except you know? the eyes yeah well, well like we said maybe the eyes are, are lenses that are covering their real eyes you know who knows we're gonna go to break but when we come back Thank we're God. gonna talk about where the gray idea could come from if it's not real could they be real if they are why do they kind of look like us all that and more when we come back on hysteria 51 i need to go watch paul again love that movie it's got Simon and Nick Frost and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Hola, David. Me, I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we we've been touting these things forever we love rosetta stone and we actually are users david you've really been using it even for longer than i what's your experience been like oh it's been great the thing is uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it so it's very high on pronunciation too so (laughs) you can you know learn how to speak and you know our show is all about proper pronunciation (laughs) in that pronunciation yeah that's right but it's it, they design it for long term retention, you know. It, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally though, this is something that we use and we have, both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long-term and uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for very limited time. Hysteria Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone dot com slash today that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses 
for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rachete, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rachete. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. We are back. I, I, out of space. My wife always says she loves my that wife. song. Um, I think it's her favorite part of the podcast. Is it just because she likes Is getting because uh, Brent's not talking, or <laughs> I talk through it? It's the part that we all enjoy. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I like the British Let's announcer guy the in the kitchen. outro. <laughs> yeah, well, he's been uh, he's been talking crap to us. We might be getting in a fight with him. I don't know. Oh, you you know what Seabot thinks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of her. Yeah, well. Well, well stated. <laughs> well, well stated. <laughs> All right. So we've been talking about the grays and we were talking about what they look like and some of the stories and just touched on them a little bit. If they're not real, if this is just BS, but we've talked about like in some of the, the, the popular cases, these people really believe that this is what happened. And I, and I believe that, that like John said, whether they were in outer space or not, they believe they were talking to these aliens. So if they're not real, where did they come from? This whole idea of grays, this, this, whether it's in the mind or in the, like John likes to say, the, the social side guy stuff, uh, aliens, where'd this come from? Well, neurologist Dr. Stephen Novella argues that the gray idea is a byproduct of the human imagination with the gray's most distinctive features representing everything that modern humans traditionally link with intelligence. So what that means is the aliens, however, do not appear as human. They appear like humans with those traits we psychologically associate with intelligence. Like What was his name? Dr. Stephen Novella. Is he the shorter version? Yes, he is. <laughs> thank you. His, his papa. <laughs> oh, thank you. Stevie Novel. 
Uh, yeah. So like the the big head, the big eyes, these these things, like, the diminutive body. They're they're very heady, just like every every villain in in a series has like the guy with the giant head, mega mind. You know, yeah. I, more it, so. Uh, as I've talked about on the show before, I have a I have a fairly new son at home. He's six months old now, and um, we we have a little camera uh, that we're able to watch him at night and make sure he's not you know dying or whatever the reason you look at kids at night. I don't know. That went dark. Uh, and it'll it alerts you if they you know move too much or whatever. And, this human and, form is confiding. <laughs> Shh, it'll be okay, buddy. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, at night, you know it it it. it you can still see it's just it's more like black and white and uh you know if you if you've ever seen a child their head you know they don't have much hair on their head their heads are just enormous and my kid's head is especially enormous it's in the 99th percentile is of kids you must be so proud i i i I really am proud of that fact um so (laughs) in black and white laying down i my I'll always take a picture and send it to my wife. I'll go, he's an alien. And she, she, and after doing that, like for four, four or five times, she's like, what are you talking about? Because it looks like a, a gray head, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. elongated yeah. skull and, <laughs> and I, except I, I, some I, hair on there. So he probably was one of Kim's babies that they had. Right, right. He's yeah. a hybrid. You might yeah. want to get that checked yeah, out. Yeah. You yeah. actually, like, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to <laughs> alarm you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know my wife was pregnant. Just one day, uh, this guy knocked on the door, all black suit, piercing eyes and, uh, lip, red lipstick. Red, and, uh, ruby red. Ruby red. And said, uh, <laughs> here is your baby. And I said, and you're a photographer? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and they turned around and left. Yeah, weird. Oh, I'm so exhausted on that thing. <laughs> so in 2005, Frederick V. Maelstrom, I'm sorry, Malmstrom, not Maelstrom, Malmstrom. <laughs> Although it would have been cooler if it was. Uh, writing in Skeptic Magazine, which actually is a cool magazine. Volume like 11, magazine, yeah. Issue 4 presents the hypothesis that grays are actually residual memories of early childhood development. Yikes. Like these these sketched together memories. He, he reconstructs the face of the grays as through transformation of a mother's face based on our best understanding of early childhood sensation and perception. Think about when you're peering over at a child, the head looks gigantic. You're focusing on the eyes, but you probably can't distinguish colors. They look like these black masses and things like that like it's just becomes this terrifying thing that is supposed to be the most loved thing in your life so when my kid looks at me and then looks at the the hysteria 51 logo Uh he's basically seeing the same thing (laughs) wow daddy made it big he's on a logo he's on a logo right (laughs) i want everybody to take note of this for the therapy later (laughs) so (laughs) malmstrom study offers a possible alternative to the existence of grays the intense instinctive response many people experience when presented an image of the gray and the ease of regression hypnosis and recovered memory therapy because a lot of these people that that say they've been through the thing these things they use memory regression hypnosis well they're actually recovering memories of their alien abduction was their childhood these stitched together remnants of their 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 first memories so i have to say uh having been on the satanic panic episode this is very Ah, similar right to Mm -hmm. repress memories and uh that book with the woman whose name i'm forgetting uh who was it who could it possibly be (laughs) was it oh i don't know say it 
that was the one. Uh, so it's it's very interesting that we're going to go back to the memory and repress memories to explain this, as well as this idea mm-hmm. of of uh, abuse. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, it's not the fact that it, just these memories too. You got to look at the fact that everyone talks about aliens as grays. Hollywood, as we said, depicts them. Books, television. Could it be that it's so ingrained in us that way too that we see them because we want to or we think we did, not just these these childhood memories? Well, like Kevin was saying, I mean, the whole idea of repressed memory recovery, you know, that 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 came out right around the satanic panic and that True. one doctor who invented True. it. Um uh, this is just another awesome form for it to come out in. I that this is not uh, I am not saying that no grays exist and nobody's ever been abducted. That's not what I'm saying right here. What I am saying is that people who uh, have no memory of it whatsoever and then magically go sit down with a psychiatrist for f- a few sessions and stitch together. Oh my God, I was abducted. Mm-hmm. I-, I believe them about as much as I believe. Th- I would the, like to the, see the, the tape one... of what was asked of them. Exactly. The same yeah. thing that we talked about on the satanic panic right. episode. Because, oh, was it this? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Did they do this? They're like pointing at a board. Why am I a doctor board? with this kind of voice? <laughs> did they- Exit did they touch you here? <laughs> I think I might repress memories of this episode <laughs> afterwards. That's a safe response. Love love a Mama don't like tattletales. <laughs> Fancy bot one at a time. <laughs> so what if real though, when this comes out? Let's let's get over this. Let's say that this isn't something that uh, they're repressing, or or I'm sorry. Let's say this isn't something that they're bringing up. This is real, and if they're real, John. What are they or where are they from? How 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 do they look close enough to us? Like, what's the story there? Well, according to English reproductive biologist Jack Cohen, it's a very English name, uh, the typical image of a gray, given that it would have evolved from a world with different environmental uh, and ecological conditions than Earth, is too physiologically similar to human to be credible as a representation of an alien. So old Jack doesn't think it could be an alien because it's too similar to us. So their 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 physical structure has been sometimes viewed as supporting the the panspermia hypothesis. And what's that, John? The parallel evolution concept. It's utilized as a plot device by Star Trek writers um, and and referred to as Hodgkin's law of parallel planet development. The, the theory that similar planets with similar environments and similar populations tended to gravitate towards similar biological developments over time. Although initially applicable only to biology, it was later expanded to include a tendency to move towards similar sociological developments as well with sentient beings. Now, that's not just rattling off something that, yes, it's a plot point to make things stick in sci-fi movies, but it is something that science actually looks for. There are certain building blocks that we think we need, you know, your water and your carbon base, and that's not to say that they're all going to be that way, but looking life as we know it. But hasn't Star Trek really proven to be a predictive model for almost everything? That is true. That and The Simpsons. But they're saying, though, that they think that this would be applicable, and it does make sense that if uh, they were on a, a, let's say, a planet that had similar features that ours, that something, a bipedal carbon-based thing would become the primary i don't know intelligence or top of the food chain if you will so would they be that different than us maybe maybe not look at all the different species on earth 
and they're all adapted because of their environment. We'd like to say that we're adapted because of we shaped ourselves in the way we have in the last few few hundred years, but before that, we were just hairless animals, you know, primates that like to say that we're trying to figure out how to survive. Would we be that different? Maybe not. Science tends to point to, well, probably yeah, not. The basic functions of evolution, it's like uh, this forget where it was, somewhere so they found this cave that through some sort of seismic event was completely shut off from the world for the last hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. Mm-hmm. And they they opened her up. They found it. Mm-hmm. And found something like 17 new... Uh, and, Undiscovered you know, species. Right. There's water bugs and scorpions and... There was a type of spider, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they all they all evolved in a very and it, it must have been millions of years because mm-hmm. uh, it, evolution had ha- happened really over a hundred thousand years, yeah. um, millions of years, and the they all evolved in a very similar way to their cousins up here on the surface, except for there was no light, so they had to use what they had around them. Yep, uh, you know, like phosphorescence and and things of that nature. Things right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, they they they. they Took similar paths, yeah, so it's its own ecosystem. Correct, or, you know. So you look at it this way: like it's kind of like the the Doctor Malcolm or whatever. Do they look like us because life not only finds a way, but it finds a similar way, or is it because we share a common lineage or ancestry? Now that brings a whole different philosophical point. Are they another one of God's creation? The question of like, uh, did God create them? Are we all seeded from another species that developed somewhere else? I mean, it's mind blowing. I about. mean, this is this is something I have to say as uh, uh, somebody who does not believe in God, but did believe in God. Right? Something I was taught always when I was a kid was you are created in God's image, and everybody understands. He still God- believes in you, Kevin. Cool. That's real nice of him. That makes one of us. So. Uh, there's this old guy in the sky, and he made us in his image. What's interesting to me is I that I'm the guy in the sky looking at you. Although that's not how it goes. Is that we're now creating aliens in our image, and 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 so we have we have these psychological theories like, oh, well, it's uh, your childhood, or it's what a baby looks like, or it just is we're creative people. And this is how this is the limit of our creativity. We can say, hey, uh, I saw this gray thing that's kind of human looking. Has my same limbs, mm-hmm. but it's not me, right? The limits of our imagination. Mm-hmm. Like right. it's like uh, my favorite thought experiment. Think of a color that's never been invented before. That's yeah. really like I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't that know. hurt the front of my head. <laughs> I like Quantilja. Um, <laughs> along. <laughs> it's, sorry, you guys. I mean, I can think in four different dimensions at once. Is it? Isn't he on the new uh, season of Big Brother? Yes, exactly. Um. <laughs> which my wife watches uh, of course another along the evolution lines some ancient <laughs> alien theorists believe uh that grays are nothing more than us from like 10,000 years from yeah now. they're not actually aliens they're time travelers they're time travelers 10,000 years from now in the from future na- or right. or, or this further like, or f- i say 10,000 yeah. years what, what some non time we in the future as we evolve to need our brains but less of our body correct 
you know, it, our, it all our it heads all, get bigger. What they found out it was all stemmed from the Koreans came together for the Olympics, and it showed a unity that the Earth had not <laughs> seen in quite some time. Yada yada yada. Some things happened. We're time traveling aliens. We're time traveling. Uh, no, in all seriousness, that's 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 one of the theories that uh, it, we we eventually learned to time travel and. Uh, our human evolution, because we don't need our bodies, because we get real smart, our heads get big, our brains get bigger, uh, our eyes get bigger because we're looking at screens. Essentially, <laughs> like our heads get iPhone, smart, but our brains get dumb. Uh, so much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking oh, Backstreet? Lord. <laughs> I, I, that was really nice. I, that, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. I'm still trying. Because your brain ain't big enough. Uh, it's something. Uh, the I- Hey, now, he's an all-star. Get your game on. <laughs> I mean, are we really moving forward with this? I, I, I go play then. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're not with us, then you might as well be walking on the sun. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so uh, one deep was bad. Too deep, you're off the show. You're, 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 you're not coming and back. And scene. Uh, um, so essentially, the the theory is that the iPhone makes us look like this. Yeah, damn it! That, that, actually, that's what it boils down. That's to. the fucking theory of all of these ones we've talked mm-hmm. to that I will fucking buy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when we're talking theories, we're going to enter into the big one: the ufologist. You can't you can't talk about these without the, as John said, ancient alien theorists think that or believe that. So some UF- ufologists could it be <laughs> say such seemingly impossible coincidences show that extraterrestrial beings had some influence on the evolution of life on Earth in the distant past, the theory of ancient astronauts, or specifically the extraterrestrials were directly involved in the evolution of primates, including humans. They they seeded us or or biologically engineered us. And this was supposedly done by genetically engineering, crossbreeding, or combination of both. Maybe they're using old Kim to try it out on a new planet. They needed photographers. Yep. And the idea was first gained widespread exposure in the 1968 publication, Chariots of the Gods by Eric Von Daniken. It's worthwhile book. John's got my copy. He's I just have to right say now. real fast that uh, he spells Eric correctly, which is E-R-I-C-H. <laughs> well, he's he's not of this land. Commie. So. And has since been a source of much controversy, inspired numerous other books with various related theories. It, it's a fun book. It is out there. And he is the he's the one that kind of coined that whole ancient alien astronauts. They they came to Earth and everything we know is wrong. And, and um, they're the ones who build us. And we can essentially blame him and this book for George Sukulos. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or think. <laughs> and proponents of this theory of the the alien genetic evolution intervention on Earth argue that if the greys or, or any similar beings were performing genetic manipulations on pre-human life on Earth, well, they would want it to look or be as close to their own makeup as possible so they can they can breed with us, use us for slave labor, use us for, you know, organ donation. I mean, anything like that. But they are the counter to this view. The anatomy, physiology and genetic makeup of primates and humans are extremely similar to other animals on Earth, including those with divergent non-humanoid forms, such as like sea urchins, uh, worms. So. Did they seed the planet? Did they not? We don't know, but they like to say they did. Hey, and, listen, uh, Kim is listening. Don't say seed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, of course, there's the conspiracies. It has been claimed publicly by many individuals that the Greys are from a planet in the Zeta Reticuli. Yeah, a wide binary star system 
it's in the constellation of reticulum. So that is this, just like uh, this whole star system. This theory is located a distance of 39 light years or 12 parsecs from Earth. How about that? I got Millennium a, Falcon. I got a bad feeling about this, Chewie. <laughs> Some conspiracy theorists believe that the Greys represent part of a government-led disinformation or plausible deniability campaign, or they're a product of government mind control experiments. But John's pen pal, Dr. Stephen Greer, founder of the Disclosure Project and head of CSETI, claims to have over 400 government, military, and intelligence community witnesses that have offered testimony to the existence of aliens and UFOs as an effort to cover up their existence, who have stated they would be willing to defend their claims under oath. Now, he doesn't just claim it. You can hear from them if you go to Netflix and watch his documentary, Unacknowledged. came one out of, last year. One of many that he's put out, but yes. But the one that came out last, last year is, is the and new that's and on shiny Netflix. one. Oh, yes, right now. you can watch yeah. it right now. Mm-hmm. And what he does... So if you... Um, have, do a lot of reading about the the UFO community and the UFO world. Stephen Greer is is on the fringes. He believes a lot of stuff. Doctor Stephen. Doctor Stephen Greer. But if you go just watch Unacknowledged and you have really no uh, knowledge of anything else, you you would watch this and go, man, this guy, this guy's onto something. Like it's, he is it's smart. Well, it's he puts well stuff produced together well. But then you go in and dig into his backstory and stuff, and he's, it, he's he believes about anything that anything. To the it's it's kind of like if you just listen to Uninvited by Alanis Morissette, <laughs> and you're like, wow, she's on to something. She, I mean, that, I love that, that song. Canadian girl can sing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's Canadian. She's a gray. Gray. Yeah. She not, well, ninety percent chance at least. Yeah. Well, then I mean, you know, or ninety percent of her. She drinks mm-hmm. Molson. She does, and and was once on an episode of You Can't Do That on Television. That is so. true. That is true. Full mm-hmm. circle. So what do you think's in the burger? Guys, I'm going to I'm going to put it to you. So there's people all the world that say that they've they've seen these aliens were they hallucinations, were they government decoys? I mean, the list could go on. What do you guys think? Could there be a real species out there or is it all just a lie and people jumping on the bandwagon? Uh, Ryan. Me first? Yeah, all right. What are you thinking? Um I really think I believe uh, and agree with uh, what Jack Cohen said. Wrong! Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for playing. Next. (laughs) I feel like you would have said that no matter what I said. Like, yeah, it's all real. Yeah. I got one back here anyway. Uh, I think I agree and believe with uh, believe what Jack Cohen said that um, it would have been way too hard for or like kind of way too improbable for something that looks so similar to humans, especially in kind of like the big distinct uh, features to uh spring up somewhere um million light years away and then show up to us so it's just like our collective minds putting together a um a byproduct of what we think an alien would look like yeah yeah like um yeah you you experience some event whether it's traumatic or whether it's just something that's so hectic that you can't remember what's go to a 10 year old kid and say draw an alien i bet they draw a gray you know what i mean think of it that way like with what you're saying yeah. yeah yeah it it uh you you in any memory there's going to be a hole somewhere and you start to fill in those holes with what you know or what you think Mm -hmm. just kind of based on your subconscious uh what you think happened and i think that uh the gray especially nowadays has become so part of our culture and our vernacular that it's very easy to fill that in uh into fill that into those holes and um and just kind of 
present that as your default. The go-to? Yeah. You Though you did just agree with a Brit. Uh, <laughs> that might disqualify you. I mean, I love all of our British listeners. Many of you are active in the community, and we appreciate it. We just can't agree with you. Oh, yeah. I thought when you said English reproduction, like, I thought you were talking about, like, reproducing in English. I didn't realize he was actually. Oh British. ye, oh ye! That's how, I, that's how I reproduce in English. But soft, what light? John, what are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how I produce an old English. Sorry, I, I apologize. The geriatric English. After drinking some old English 800, you know, I, this is not a this is not a statement on whether aliens exist or whether aliens that look like greys exist. But um, the, I'm talk about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you know the trade of Isaiah Thomas by the Cavs. I just couldn't believe. No, here's the thing. I the the differentiation when and people get really fired up about short grays, tall grays, and the very very specifics on the two different types of of species, almost as if like you, they've been studied. I that's where it all fall, falls apart for me. Um. I, I I think I definitely believe aliens exist. Uh, it, it's another episode to talk about whether they've they've been here or not, whether the abductions are are real or not. But as far as grays go, and it, these these very specific, I think a lot of this we, we've talked about this on other episodes. One person says one thing, and people, even when they don't realize it, have it implanted into their head that that's what they look like, that that's what they are. Mm -hmm. And so then it becomes a thing that becomes a thing that becomes a thing for everybody, and it spreads like wildfire. You just said it. If you asked a kid to draw an alien, they would draw a gray. So guess what? When they think they've been abducted 15 years from now, they're going to say it looked like a gray. And I think that's where a lot of this comes from. Uh, I that's not I'm not saying that aliens don't exist and that they very well might not look like grays, but I don't think this huge uh, differentiation that we make uh beh- between short grays and tall grays and they've got this exact type of skin yeah. uh I, that that's where it falls apart for me. Kevin, I'm not going to be presumptuous and say that I know or don't know that alien exists. And in fact, I would probably fault to say that, of course, there's another life form somewhere. Uh, where I get a little caught up is, is kind of what I talked about earlier. Uh, this idea of God created us in his image and then now we're creating <clears throat> aliens in ours. And this, Throughout this episode, I've been thinking of this book called Heaven is for Real, uh, mm-hmm. which is about this little boy. boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how he, uh, I believe he had a death experience and he went to heaven and then he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking for myself and nobody else, uh, I think that's bullshit. And, uh, and it also makes me think of everybody's had a, not everybody, excuse me. A lot of people have had a near death experience and, and they start to have the same things. I saw a light. I saw this. I saw that. So I think when it comes to gray aliens, I think it's building off one or the other or the other or the other. Uh, and and the last thing I want to say is that uh, something that really struck me is earlier we were talking about PST, uh, sorry, PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if this does happen, I do feel for the people who are abducted. I just don't personally believe in it. I think it's something created by the human mind. Yeah, I, you... I mean, I guess I got to say this too. You know, of course, I believe there's aliens out there. Do I think that Grays could be one? I mean, sure. And I, 
I doubt it, but sure. Like, I don't know. Unfortunately, like, it's just like everything else that we talk about on here. Um, I do buy into the whole aspect of if life formed, they're probably going to be these, um, X, Y, and Z things that they're, they're going to have to, to need to, to survive. So I could see that they could look something like us, uh, you know, bipedal or, or something like that. I, I buy that. That checks out on the science scale, you know, until we find out that there's something non-carbon based, it's silicone based. And that, that might be also, um, well, but- stormy Daniels. <laughs> and so like, can I say that these, these things could be real? Maybe some of them are, but it's just like you guys said, it gets so ingrained in people's minds that that's where a lot of people are going to go to, whether they mean to or not. And you got to put some of the the thought into, well, maybe it is something that, that they're remembering from their childhood or things like that. I guess what I'm getting at is 100% yes, they're real. Before, <laughs> before we wrap, let's go around the table one more time quickly. Um, let's, let's say for a moment that what Brent just said is actually true, that they are 100% real. We went through a lot of different theories on what they are, and they weren't all alien, right? They were uh, a, a, a different version of us that evolved somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They were alien. They were different types of alien. They were uh, they were slave species. They were other types of aliens. They were us in 10,000 or 10 million years. They, there was a lot of different versions. Let's go around the table. They're 100% real. What are greys? Drones for another another race. Drones for another like, so uh, slaves, whether that drone is live or or artificial, choose your own adventure. Ryan, yeah, I was gonna say like pilot fish for another race that yeah. like they're the they're the uh, they're the infantry, not the infantry, but they're, they're the scouts that are coming before whatever it, else. Maybe they're like uh, think of them as like replicants. Maybe the tall grays are the real ones, the small grays are the replicants. Who knows? I'm just thinking out outside of the box. Uh, I I agree with Ryan. I think they they are the scouts for an, if they are real, they're scouts for another race, and they're coming in. They're trying to figure out what the fuck our race is, and maybe they're on a podcast well, right I, now. I, I agree with that. I'm yeah. just saying more of yeah, they're scouts but, or whatever. But sorry, less I'm, autonomous, I'm not, less conscious of it. Yeah, they seem yeah. to be worker bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah drones. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm on board with that. They are aliens. Um, I don't I don't necessarily think they're drones. I just think that they are. A represent different people have different representations of what they saw and i think that it's so disorienting to be abducted or to go up into space that that the, the accounts are not put well put together so uh so what we're getting back is they look like drones or they look they, they might have masters everyone everyone's got their own story to tell i think it's just what the aliens look like that have been visiting us go through a a, a situation yeah. with my wife and then try to retell it to someone you're going to find out that everything I say is untrue. Right. So obviously people experience things, things differently. differently. Exactly. You know, uh, as well, I'm sure you've had that with your wife. Once many, or twice. Many, many times. Once or twice. Uh, so, uh, so that's, the, that's where, that's the only place I disagree different. with you on. But I think we all agree that if, if, if they were 100% real, we're all saying that it's not some sort of evolution thing. We're, we all would think that they were aliens. Yes, exactly. What What do you guys yeah. say? Let us know. Let us know on Hysteria Nation. Hop on Facebook.com. Search Hysteria Nation. Let us know. Do you think that the Greys are one of the main races out there? Are they working for one of the other races? Are they not sure? It's just stuff that's made up. Also, while you're on Facebook.com, so go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. You can find this episode and all our other episodes on there. Also, Twitter. Search at Hysteria 51 pod guys hop on patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. You can find 
extra episodes. You can find different swagging of their t-shirts and hand-drawn pictures from John and I and all sorts of goodies. And it really helps us through through Patreon is how we can pay for all our hosting and things like that and travel like we've done. Like we just did the I just did the show in Kansas City. We're hopefully doing a lot more meetups and shows this year. So that that facilitates those things. If you want us to go somewhere, you want to meet us somewhere, how can they tell us that, John? Well, they can leave us a voicemail. That's right. 773-669-7277 is the phone number. That's 773-669-7277. And if you can't remember any of those things, and you want, or you want to get yourself a t-shirt or a set of buttons or anything like or that. Or you just want to spin the wheel of conspiracy. That's right. Hysteria51.com. You can find all that there. And what else can they find? Pictures of you. Pictures of me. And pictures of Kevin, one of our guests. Kevin, thank you so much for being on once again. Spilling your nonsense. Yes, thank you very much for uh, uh, listening and not cutting me off. (laughs) That comes in post-production. Oh, oh, okay. Kevin's actually been in three other episodes that we've just edited him out of because he was dumb. I, well, I've just kept listening and I it's just thought true. I had bad headphones. Speaking of dumb, uh, <laughs> Ryan Nolan back from his triumphant return from last time he was he was a, a contest winner. This time you're just one of the lackeys. You're like us, so <laughs> no more praise for you. I feel like it's a downgrade, but I'm still glad it's to be all here. good. Well, thanks for coming. We actually we'll really... be we'll be watching the numbers closely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You'll get your normal report like we usually sent down. <laughs> So thank you guys very much. Thanks again, Conspiracy Bot. I was awesome as always. And remember, Kevin, think about a color that you've never that's never been thought of. Stop before. it! God damn it! It hurts. <laughs> With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Kevin. I've been Turd Ferguson. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.